0: You're as cold as ice.
1: You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone. It's time for another episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. This week, I am joined once again by Brett Howden and Libor Hayek's best supporter, Andrew, aka Shesty, to give some predictions for the Rangers this season. Fun fact, our most popular episode was the one where we had you, Andrew, on the first time. It was better than Tony D'Angelo's episode. So wow. congratulations. <laughs> yes, yes. You had there more you plays go. than the Tony D'Angelo <laughs> episode. Um, so cool. And that was one of our like highest moments. That was like one of the, the best moments of my life, you know? <laughs> Tony, uh, a hockey player. Yeah, yeah. So cool, hopefully man. this one can shatter both of those episodes. Go like beyond... A thousand uh, views, listens, whatever. Yeah, we'll try. We'll uh, if we do that. If we if we if we get like if this does really well, I'm thinking seriously thinking about you know how like some podcasts have like a call in thing, like the um like the Michael K show. People call in like Todd from the car. It's like yeah, I don't really agree with you, Michael, on this point or whatever. I think you're an idiot or whatever. We'll have something like that. Might be able to figure something out. We'll see. Pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Anyways, how are you, man? Thanks for
0: joining me. Yeah, dude. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing that's all right uh, since it's a lot of change since the last time I was on here, which was probably like late June, early June. I forget when it exactly it was, but the I had hope for the Mets and
1: Bucinevich was still a Ranger at that time. So a lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> that's, cra- that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Buchnevich was still a Ranger and the Mets were in first place at that time. Yes how yeah. quickly it's turned around yeah we we've very very quickly like turned our thumbs up to like put our thumbs yeah. down we're pulling like, the hobby bias right now yeah right yeah and the Lindor and the Pilar yeah it's, oh. it's it's not it's not going well for the Mets uh maybe we'll talk a little bit about that later but yeah. um we were actually supposed to have Nick on Rangers Nick which is he's also um, Twitter suspended his original account, so his account is Rangers Nico, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, um, I think so. Yeah, free Nick. Yes, so this is actually um, a mulligan on my part. So I'm I'm scrambling last week to try and find like guests for you know following like the coming weeks or whatever, so that I'm prepared ahead of time. And Nick had volunteered to uh, come on, right. And, um, I was just like, all right, can we do next Friday at 11, not specifying AM or PM <laughs> as an an idiot, the idiot I am, I sent this message at like nine 30 in the morning. So I'm not thinking, okay, like, all right, this guy is obviously thinking like 11 AM or whatever. I'm not thinking I'm thinking, all right. Yeah. I always do podcasts at night. We always record these at night. So 11 PM. Perfect. Not. Not then, not the day before I was supposed to have him on and not the day of Did I confirm a.m. or p.m. And I always <laughs> do that. And I always I even always do Eastern Standard Time now. Like I always do like EST or whatever, um, just in case, just in case. And then I get a message from him. I was like, I, I messaged him. I was like, what's your email? I got to send you this link, the Zoom link. And He's like, wait, weren't we supposed to do this at eleven? I was like, yeah, we're. I usually set these up a little bit ahead of time. And he's like, no, eleven this morning. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I scrolled through all the messages, and my biggest fear became a reality. Yeah, I did not say a.m. or p.m. And I'm like, dude, I am so sorry, I screwed you up. And he's like, no, no, I'm an idiot for doing that. I'm like, no, you are not the idiot. I'm the idiot. I'm the one. That's got to be in charge of these things here. So Andrew is filling in for Nick. I'm subbing in. I'm on the second line. He was on the first and he's yeah. out. So, <laughs> yeah. So but, speaking of lines, the Rangers scrimmage is getting um, streamed tomorrow, right? Yeah. They, it's crazy how they fired. Uh, I forget what the guy's name was, but they got rid of him,
0: um this off season. And now they're actually streaming, uh, games for their prospects they never did this before i mean it, aside from traverse city um i mean they would never street, street, like stream practices or nothing they, but we, now we finally have something and i mean as far as i'm concerned i know we'll talk about this later but as soon as i start seeing hockey on my tv baseball and football out the window I'm right. sorry.
1: exactly exactly <laughs> especially with the way the mets are going right now i'm dying for something
0: Oh my I God, see, I man.
1: saw that you were saying like yeah please Rangers please have a give us something to be happy for this season.
0: Just somewhat competitive man just somewhat I need it. I can't I can't take it anymore.
1: I'm a Jets <laughs> so, fan man. and I'm hoping for a competitive season. I don't think I'm going to get that. But the Rangers are now my best shot of yeah. having a competitive team. It's going to we're not going to win. They're not going to win the whole thing this year. No. I don't, I think, don't they're think they're ready, they're ready yet, yet, but just, you know, get me into the playoffs. Like give, yeah. give me a good run. Don't, don't disappoint me. Exactly. But that's so funny though. Like I remember like, what was it last year that everyone was complaining? You coward scream, the, uh, stream the scrimmages. We need something yeah. to watch. Like, and, and they just, they never did it. Nothing. We had to like, we had to rely on Mercogliano's um, like short videos from practice yeah. from ringside or, or, not from ringside because of COVID, he actually had to stream it. We had him on the podcast, and he was explaining this that he had, yeah, yeah. he wasn't there. He had to like he was given the footage, but he had to record that footage. Basically. Oh my god, yeah,
0: it was nuts. I mean, I remember like we couldn't literally couldn't get any insight into practices or anything because no one was allowed in, and all you would see is like little screenshots of Zoom, like like all these little boxes we're in right now, or we just had to go off a of tweet. I remember there yeah. was like a play or something when Lafreniere was in training camp where he like hit somebody, like stole the puck and went down and scored on a breakaway, and we didn't get a video of it. All we had was just tweets like he just did that, and we were like, well, where's the video? And no one had it. So it'll be nice this year to see. Like, I mean, I'm especially excited to see Nils Lundqvist. Um, yeah, he's been a prospect that's, that's been up there and, um, just been so highly tutored by the organization and fans and people on Twitter who are ten times smarter than me. So it'll be cool to see him um, and maybe see some developments of guys who got a shot last year, like Barr Baron stuff. So should be pretty cool to watch.
1: Yeah. Nils Lundqvist actually just topped out at number one on Mercagliano's rankings. Um, and yeah, we've heard lots of great things about him from stat boy Steven who, who lives over in Europe and he's, I don't think anyone has gone to as many games as he has like over there and seen as many games as him. So he gave us like a firsthand, like scouting report, like, he's he's active on the bench like he stands up he he like he he's um a good teammate is what it is, so not just his play on the ice where he's high i q he might he might do like really well this year he might like turn some heads yeah i don't know i'm not, i won't i don't i won't like say rookie of the year candidate but like he could have as good of a year or a little bit a little bit worse than like adam fox's first season yeah if it's even if it's like just Half as good as Adam Fox's first season, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. that late first-round pick, that's all I'm asking for, really. I agree. I I think,
0: like, speaking of, like, Adam Fox, I mean, we were just – I can't believe that he, like, kind of fell into our lap really much because he's the best defenseman I've seen. Um, I mean, McDonough was really good, but Fox is just taking the game to another level. Yeah. It's crazy how we're saying, like, I mean, even a quarter is good as uh, how good Adam Fox was right out of the gate. I mean, Nils Lundqvist, I, I get like, and Fox came from college. So he's always in the North American arenas and stuff and rules. So I think there's always is an adjustment for like uh, European players and stuff when they go from that really big ice to that smaller ice. So we'll see how he's able to adjust and handle it. But I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty excited to see it. Cause he's just some guy that, I mean, and you, I, I and you know, this, and everyone who's going to be listening to this knows this, whenever the Rangers have a power play, all you have to do is just scroll through Twitter and you see the word shoot. Just shoot it, shoot it. Stop passing, shoot it. Nozgulov is going to be a guy that is going to shoot it, and he just right. likes to let it rip. He, I think he likes he just scored a ton of goals as a defenseman, and I forget what league he was in over in the SHL. Yes, the SHL, the Swedish league. So finally, just somebody that's just going to shoot it would just be, oh my god! I mean, if yeah. we that
1: <laughs> all the people at the garden that chant it all yeah. the people on Twitter that tweet it, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. All yeah. those people sitting at home from your couch, shoot the fucking puck, yeah. you One idiot,
0: shoot, what are you doing? I can agree on doesn't matter who time on ice, who's soft, who's this, who's that. No, just shoot the mother effing puck on the power play. And yeah. if no luck was can do that, I want him. I want the number up right next up there, right up there next to Richter in the Raptors. Right, exactly.
1: Right next to Richter
0: or Speaking when it, whenever Lundqvist gets his number, I retired. About to the say. other one,
1: can you imagine that Lundqvist and Lundqvist next Lundquist,
0: week? Yeah. And what is a uh, hall of fame, all time goalie. other one just shot the puck on the power play.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. But the Rangers always had this problem, like where, where they don't shoot the puck on the power or not, not even on just on the power, play, like five V five, anytime they get like uh, the, the most wide open opportunity, it's just like, no, nah, let me just, make one more pass to the guy that's literally just standing right at right. The, tip of the
0: crease or whatever. Ridiculous. Just do you remember when that. Kevin Hayes would do it all the time? I don't know. Oh, if you... Yeah. He, he, he would do, do it, it a lot. All yeah. the time. So if I could have somebody who would just, who just shoots the freaking
1: puck, I'll be. Buch, Nevich did it a lot, but he, Buch, did, oh, make yeah. he, he, he did, did make up for it when he, when he scored his goals, he, he did. yeah it. But I, Buch, yeah, sorry. It was ahead. like the King of getting robbed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also when
0: he would get Rob, I mean, he would always be crying on the bench for some reason or look like he was about to cry. And yeah, even if it was something for, yeah. good, like he'll just be like, he'll, he would look upset. But speaking of Bucinevich, um <laughs> I know you, you, I, you probably know where this is going, but I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on like what the trade, like what you thought of that trade. Cause I know there's
1: some mixed opinions about it. And I honestly, like I'm open to hear anything. So um, I said, and at the gut reaction, I didn't I didn't get hurt as much as other people did. Bucnevich mm-hmm. was a lot of people's favorite player. Right. Right. He was not my favorite player. I love Buchnevic. I think he's a great player. Right. But my favorite player was like Zucarello or Callahan. When Callahan got traded, I was devastated. Same with me. I was devastated. <laughs> and there was people, there were people that said it needed to happen. And I was just like, but they traded the captain. You know what I mean? Like I had such right. a good tie with him. And I think a lot of people feel that way about Buchnevich. Like they're very emotional about it. I'm not ripping apart. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Cause I'm, I'm just saying like I was in that same boat. Yeah. The value they got back for Buchnevich was not good at all, mm-hmm. at all. Like you can't, you you can't get a fourth liner for a guy, a top, a top line winger and a second round pick. That's just, it's it's not it's unacceptable. But the problem was that he wasn't signed long term. He's a mm-hmm. restricted free agent. So I kind of looked at it as when the Rangers traded Pionk and Winnipeg's first back to Winnipeg for Truba, it was because Truba was an RFA and that's why his value was so low. I don't know if that's the if that's why they only that's all they gave up, but that's that's my theory on it. And that's why, like you know, Sam Reinhardt only got a first, and some goalie prospect no one's ever heard of. He was also an RFA, so maybe that has something to do with it. You right? Got, you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I um, if like Booch was on a two year deal, like, and a reasonable price, then that's a horrible trade. Like, there's no other way about it. Like, if it's just Sammy Blay in a second for Booch at two years and six and a half million dollars, like, you drop the ball big time, Chris. Stur- like, that's a borderline fireable trade i'd say because you're looking for grit right sammy blade provides that but Buchnevich had had a little bit of that in his game as we saw towards the end like when he got suspended right
0: i um so i yeah like that's what i'm saying like i'm open to hear anything about the trade um i just like to. i mean truth be like to be honest like i just like to make jokes and like to laugh so the total jury to guantanamo thing is just like a stupid joke that i think is just so funny whenever i get like i got <laughs> nothing because there's just no, i mean with off season there's not really a lot of content so yeah uh, i know we're we're, pretty pretty, I, I we're dying out here yeah i'm fiending for which is why this game tomorrow should be pretty cool
1: yeah but, i know yeah i think, I think it's that cool. line looks pretty good uh i think it's going to be coil uh baron and uh Paiunemi. i think that it yeah. looks like it's going to be pretty good I saw them do really three like, threes on in practice. Like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, they look pretty good. Polly Nemi looks like he could really shoot the puck. Yeah. Uh, I don't know he's, if he's gonna make it at a camp. I doubt it, but like in the future, maybe a year or two from now, who knows? We might have a good uh third scoring. line winger, yeah. scorer, some guy to take shots. You never yeah. know. But like shooting the puck, that's what he does. He that's what I've heard, the scouting report on him,
0: yeah. I know he was like he played on the same. Uh, I think it's I forget what league Kaka was in too. Look at me, I have no Liga? idea. I, uh, the Finnish league. Ah, I forget what it's called. Liga. I think it's Liga. That might be right. But he played for the same TPS team. Turku. As Kaka. TPS Turku. Yeah, I forget what league that is. But I know that he was like a, a like a a real goal scorer over there. So if he could just another guy that could just shoot the puck, that would be huge for like a depth and like a power play piece maybe. SM or, yeah. Liga. Yeah, that's it. The Liga. I knew it. I knew it was a Finnish league. I, all these mm-hmm. leagues are there—they merge into one. These European leagues for me. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and those are difficult <laughs> leagues to play. And he actually broke Kako's, like points. I think it was either yeah. his points or his goal goal record in that one in one season. And that was like, it was last year or um the lockout shortened year or when 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 uh the uh, COVID came out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, 2019-20, That yeah. season was when he yeah. was when he when he uh. Broke that. I'm excited to see Krabs off, man. They, 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 they didn't put him in the development camp because they view him as like a real, a real, a real player. So like he's yeah. definitely making the team unless he like shits the bed like Heedle did a couple of years ago. He's making the team. And I'm excited yeah. for that because I like him.
0: Yeah, I um I have huge hopes for him too. Um, my biggest like concern going into the season. It's not even like, okay, like the boots trade, yeah, great tie for to play against. It's just like, there's so many ifs and maybes. And that's why I like it like crap. Like, but honestly, like when you really take it, like look back at it, like Kravtsov could be really good. The ceiling is really high for him. Mm-hmm. Kako and Lafreniere, sure, they're younger. Kako really never has, well, he has
1: improved his game vastly. The points have never really been like big for him. Two years, I mean, the points haven't showed up. Yeah, you're yeah. right. But his defensive game has taken yeah. a step forward, but go on. Yeah, so,
0: um, yeah, to add on to that, like, I think, I truly think that Kako, the sky is the limit for him still. I'm not given, I, I, the points will come. I'm a firm believer in that. For, he was a teenager in the most competitive league in the world. And somehow managed to go from a rookie, well, I did like him as a rookie, a rookie that didn't put up such good defensive numbers. And he changed that one year. In one year, he became one of our most effective defensive forwards. So if that, if that part of his game is there, and we know he has offensive talent. I mean, and he and now he has a more established role in the top six. I mean, you put up this guy with Panarin. I feel like really something could happen here. So I, that's why, like, I get they gotta nervous. give him
1: some. Like, they gotta give him some power play time. Yeah, he needs I power get, play time. He needs as much as much offensive ice time as possible. Actually, you might as well even throw him on the penalty kill. Try him out. You never know because, yeah. like, you give him more more ice time.
0: Yeah, we tried with Booch. It worked. Booch became one of our best penalty killers. So why not? I completely agree with you, Joe. That
1: that it. like went from with Booch on the penalty kill from the start of the season. I'm like, what are you doing, David Quinn? To like, all right, he can actually play. All right, all right, keep sending him out, yeah. <laughs> out there. Keep sending him out there.
0: Yeah, because I remember like when we got him or when he came over from Russia, he was I thought he was like all offense, and then yeah. like we found a whole new facet to his game. So why not try it with Kako? I, I completely agree with how quickly he turned it around defensively. I mean, it's just unreal. And he was still what 20, 19, not even not even can't even buy a beer yet. And he's doing this stuff. So <laughs> yeah. I really think the sky is the limit for him. Lafreniere, he's gonna be a stud, no worries about that at all. Sure, off the bat, he got students to slow start. But, again, COVID season, no preseason, and all that time away I from was like
1: it's, it's usually like that for, for first overall picks. I mean, yeah, McDavid, Matthews, Crosby, but, like, those are ones. Those guys are built a lap. generation. <laughs> that's that's hard. To, it's hard to come into the league right away and just light it up like that. Yeah. Like, okay, Kako doesn't, like, he's never been to the United States right? Like, first time in the U.S. or whatever, probably. Or, yeah. or one of the first times. He's living on his own. He's in New York. Like, he doesn't... There's all these high expectations on him, and his coach is telling him to dump and chase the puck, which is completely different than his normal play style. Right. Right. I think I mean, that's probably I mean, one of the reasons why Quinn ended up losing his job, even though he stopped doing that in his second year. Or yeah, um, yeah. second year with, with Kako. Yeah. But, like, I've I've heard... Stat boy Steven was saying, like, yeah, after practice, he would make Kako stay and work on dumping the puck. Like, come on, man. That's kind of fucked up. That's, that's, yeah, really, yeah. that's bad. That's so yeah. bad.
0: Yeah. Quinn, um, he was just like a painfully average coach. Like, and he just did stuff that you would always just scratch your head about. Sure. He did some stuff that was good, like the bootch penalty kill. And, but I mean, there was just some stuff he did. You would just be like, what the hell was this guy? But, I think Gallant. I mean, I know we were talking about it last time I was on here. That guy took that Vegas team where nobody wanted any of those guys from that team. All mm-hmm. the team, all the guys that ended up on that Vegas team, whether it was for cap reasons, I'm not sure, were not wanted. And he took them to the Cup final. So their first year,
1: yeah. So like, and and made them Cup contenders, perennial Cup contenders. Every single year after that, they have not missed the playoffs at all.
0: So at all. I definitely think there's something there um with galant i agree we'll see because this will be an ultimate test with a lot of young talent and a team that's like kind of brand new with each other pretty much i mean the whole bottom six has been changed entirely completely so, reshaped yeah so we'll see what happens with him but i mean we definitely did get tougher this offseason yeah um, the the physicality of our game will definitely be there and we'll see if galant can kind of manage you know, the kids as well as the tougher to play against and we'll see. But honestly,
1: um, I'm just excited to get hockey back. man. I'm excited to get hockey back too, man. What, what do you think of the, what do you think of what's your take on the whole, you know, we need to get tougher thing. You, you agree with that message, right? So here's my thing, right? I
0: think toughness, while is, it isn't very, very important, um, it shouldn't be the only thing that like is the main focus.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Say, I, I think it's really important. I, I, I truly do think there is a part of the game, while it might be fading away gradually, um, there is still a part of the game where tough guy, like there is toughness and you're going to have to f- go through adversity and some guys are built more for it, some guys aren't. Mm-hmm. But whether or not toughness should be the main priority of a team, I, I don't think so. And I think that while toughness is important, more so guys who can produce towards and get depth in that like area would be a huge asset to have. So that's why I say we'll see because they did add, they got tougher. Like there's no argument at all that they got tougher. Mm-hmm. Goodrow, Reeves, a whole bunch of other guys that. Morty, added to six, yes.
1: They got tougher.
0: It's now time to see, okay, well, if we have tougher like, and the, maybe those guys don't produce as much, we'll see how
1: that can work. I think it rests on the young guys. Like, I think, I think, I don't know, James Dolan, Chris Drury, they have a lot of faith in those younger guys. Like they're on board with the the whole youth movement. Yeah. One thing that when they fired um, Gorton and uh, Davidson, Chris Drury said that he wasn't pulling the plug on the whole operation. He was going to let the process go through, but changes needed to be made. Yeah, it sucked that Bucsnевич had to get traded. I would have much rather have traded him for like Matthew Kachuk. I yeah. think that would have been fantastic. I would he, love to have that. I would love to.
0: He's a tough guy that can score. So like he's basically every- Tom Wilson. Yeah.
1: Matthew yeah. Kachuk. Yeah. But I think I, more people like him. Yeah. He's flashier instead. Like he. I mean. You have, he has his beat. He had his beef with Drew Doughty. I don't know if you've seen you heard of that, right? Like, yeah, and then uh, the Oilers guy, um, Zach Cassian, he had Zach Cassian, guys. yeah. I mean, he's Zach Cassian, he's good like because of McDavid, I'd say, yeah, I don't yeah. Think he's- I mean, me and you would put up 60 point seasons <laughs> playing with that guy, really, I mean, yeah. And I could barely skate, i would put up 60 points for sure, yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. I just it's gotta tri- pass the puck to him and he'll do the rest. Not, yeah.
0: Or literally, like, you could be triple covered and he'll find a way to get you a perfect pass. I mean, and <laughs> also, if you're as good as Dry Sidelis, too, I mean, that combination is just insane. Yeah. But yeah, um,
1: put him in the playoffs, though, and um, yeah, that's you when everything I mean. runs out. And it's, it's just not crazy. Running.
0: It's just insane. He's got swept by the Jets. Like,
1: same thing, same thing with Toronto. I keep, I, um, uh, last week so, someone is someone followed our, our, our Twitter page and or um our account and was like like sending the laughing emoji because last week I said Toronto was a meme team when we were going through the standings and he's like you said that they're a meme team and I'm and I just replied with the laughing emoji, like just, yeah, for real though, like they are they're meme, they're, they're bad. Yeah. they,
0: they bad. The maple team are easiest to easy. I mean, they passed our record for longest drought. Without a cup. Yeah,
1: all right. Congratulations. Thank you. We never have to like yeah. live that down again or whatever. Yeah. But, I'm just, you know, the new thing is like one cup in 83 years. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Wait, just wait. When when we when if God forbid Kako, Lafreniere, Krabsov all hit their potential. Ooh, we're gonna be competing for multiple cups. Yeah. I'm hoping. I'm hoping, hoping man. I <laughs> I always joke with Nick
0: and um, you know, the Keandre, the giant, right?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I had him on here too.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Um, I always joke with them, say like the night that the Rangers win the cup, if they ever do in my lifetime, someone could come up and shoot me because it'll never get better. It'll never get better than that. <laughs> <laughs> it won't. I mean, the Mets World Series may never happen in my lifetime. It may not. Well, well I mean, I was just I thought-
1: such a stunner when they made the World Series in 2015. And literally just like the Rangers, every they had a chance to win every, every game except for like one every- and they lost them all.
0: David Wright hits the home run. Comes back. I can't even. I'll, I'm going to start crying on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, um, if they win the cup, man, I'll be I'll be on cloud now. I don't care. You could throw everything out the window that I've ever been through. I will be. I could watch the Martinez go and sleep peacefully if they win the cup my lifetime. But yeah, I'm just hoping, man. They 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 pull something off. Just. I know. That's why dude. I'm so hard on Drury in the Guantanamo. It's a stupid joke, but Drury, it's like a joking, but like, I will have you
1: sentenced to life in prison. <laughs> we're, getting, we're losing our patience over here. I haven't seen a team win, honestly. I haven't seen none of my teams have won in my lifetime at all. Well, I was going to say, you're Jets, you're Jets, right? That's Jets, the Rangers. Giants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So well, the yeah, Giants, it's-, it's good because like you beat the best team in all football twice. Yeah. With the best quarterback and like arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. So that is like, you can't really beat that. Like if the giants yeah. go the, the rest of your life without winning. I mean, I don't know, man. I wouldn't say I would, I would, I wouldn't even bad an eye. Cause yeah. you beat Tom Brady twice and broke the undefeated season. Yeah. That's good I, was pretty good.
0: I was a kid when that happened, but yeah. Um I remember like I was actually really like into football back then. Um it was actually that was actually the first year I started watching uh the Rangers that season.
1: Oh, ri- oh okay so that was like oh yeah.
0: 7 something yeah, like that. 2007 2008 was when I first started watching um Rangers hockey and it was because mm-hmm. a random game like I saw I was oh my god how old was I? I was 8 or 9 years old and I was going to the TV and I saw like Rangers versus Devils. So I thought it was like a fight thing or like a cool, like, like a cartoon or something. So I watched <laughs> it. <laughs> I thought I saw Rangers devils. Like, Oh, this has got to be something pretty cool. Like, <laughs> and it, oh, I, what's I, this? I Let me watch this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like eight years old watching with my dad and we got like, into it. And they, I said like, whoever won that game would be the team I would follow. And the Rangers won and Mark Stahl scored his first NHL goal for
1: the winning goal. No way. Yeah, That was that wow. game. November, 2007. Yeah. November, so, 2007. I'm going to yeah. have to go look that game up and watch the yeah. highlights from that one. Yep. Mark Jeez. Stahl scored his first NHL goal on Marty Berdur that game. And that was the winning
0: goal. And so Mark, you could technically say Mark Stahl is the reason why I became a Rangers fan. Cause if they lost, <laughs> I would have <laughs> rooted for the devils. So yeah. Jeez, uh, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would have
0: been based Hughes or something. I don't even know. What based I been. Hughes. Did you see that video Hughes, by the way, yesterday? What what happened? Just, I didn't, didn't see it. You gotta see it, bro. It is him. Like he's like, hi Devils fans, can't wait for you to come back to the Rock." And he's like staring eyes like this, like eyes wide open, like "Hey, Devils fans, can't wait <laughs> he for you to come back." Definitely does not like, want to. He definitely does yeah. not want to <laughs> be there. From well, the now moment that he, he, his brother's there, I think he like can tolerate it more. But oh my god,
1: he was oh, like right,
0: yeah, his his brother that's
1: definitely not as good as Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Quinn is Quinn yeah. uses is the best. Like. And speaking speaking of, he still needs to get signed. I think by the Canucks. Yeah, isn't? and Pedersen. They don't have either of them. Dude, I'm saying I'm sitting over here. Everyone's talking about trade, I trade for Eichel, trade for Eichel, trade for Eichel. Pedersen's untouched. What are you yeah. doing? Offer the man everything. <laughs> what are you doing? Get, we just
0: if he accepts with us, we have to give up the next four years worth of first round picks.
1: I don't care. That's worth it, man. He's We Go ahead. Put a, one and two Zabanajet, Zabanajet, and um and Pedersen one and two super Swedes down the middle. That would Strom, be could, Strom could play on the wing if he wants, or Pedersen, or we could keep Strom as a, a center or whatever, and then put Pedersen on with uh, Zabanajad. I didn't even think yeah. about that.
0: Yeah, that it should be it should be pretty cool. I mean, we've been saying this for months, and Drury is just we have nothing. I got nothing. I thought the billboard, the billboard from uh, Blue Shirts Breakaways, but the closest thing we've came to an uncle trade.
1: <laughs> that was the end. Like if it if they didn't do it within ten days of that, that's it. I think they said that on their podcast that episode. They were like, "Yeah, they, they, he's not getting traded, and he's definitely not getting traded right now." So yeah,
0: Buffalo's gonna tough. have
1: to. Kevin Adams is gonna have to um, accept the fact that um, you know he's gonna get peanuts for him next year when his no trade clause kicks in, and he only wants to go to Boston or the Rangers. That's what's we'll gonna see. happen. We'll see. We'll see. I think we're gonna we're gonna you know flip him for Lebor Hayek for <laughs> Hayek for him you have the vision I've been I've
0: ingrained it in the same respect before it was Seattle to, or how to the Seattle then that got oh my god that day by the way
1: that was I said it last oh. week um you know Brendan Azoff of the backtrack pod I think I follow him I don't think I've ever listened to the pod sorry Brendan yeah so I had him on one week and yeah. we were talking it was right literally an hour or two before the the expansion draft, and we're talking about the you remember the Giordano rumor? Yes, and Mark Giordano was supposed to get flipped to the Rangers in, in exchange for like them not selecting Blackwell or or something like that. I've, I forget what what what, what it was. Um, but the, most of that episode was centered around that, and that never happened. And the Kraken ended up taking Blackwell and then a whole bunch of random NHL players without any side deals. And it was just the most confusing thing ever. Yeah. Everyone was just like, what? So they willingly took all these guys that suck, right? Yeah, Yeah, so the Kraken are definitely going to be a bottom five team this year. Yeah, they'll probably end up getting a a top pick. Um, Yeah,
0: I really wasn't impressed by their draft.
1: No, not at all. Um, there was plenty of guys available for them, and they did not take really any of them. Of course, yeah. they took Blackwell from the Rangers because you know they didn't have anyone else that was worse. Actually, Lieber Hayek. I thought they were going to take Gautier. Yeah, were- yeah, yeah. That was the other guy that they they could have taken. I would have been upset with that, but you know what? Blackwell Blackwell was good for us. I I liked him, but it was it's tough to say because he only had one year with us. Yeah, so- but it was more successful than. All of Gauthier's uh, tenure, but we'll have to see how he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, Lieber Hayek. Um, just for memes, just for just for shits and giggles, let's do a prediction on his point totals this year. I'm gonna bet guess 10. he's gonna bet have. T- What's that? I said bet the line, <laughs> bet <Okay>. the oval. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say he gets ten points in 10 his points. minus fifteen in fifty two games. 10 points. Minus
0: 52 games. Oh, man. We got 52 more games of War Hayek. We're gonna lose minus <laughs> 15 in 52 games. 52 games of War Hayek. God damn. Ideally, he gets zero points and gets, he lights it up in the AHL. But if we have to see him in the, in the, big, the big leagues this year, I'm going to guess I mean, he's got to get a couple like secondary assists.
1: Yeah, maybe guess, a couple one-timer goals.
0: Yeah, well, in mean, that one primary, I think he's not allowed to do it anymore. It was deemed too unfair. <laughs> um, I mean, God, I remember, like, forget what I was doing when that happened. When I, when I, when I realized, oh, we were on, we were actually on Spaces. Yeah. Me, Nick, and Andre um, watching that last game of the season against the Bruins i was looking at our power play unit and i'm like i don't recognize a single freaking name on here <laughs> right yeah because they probably just they, they probably your brzezinski yeah it was a power play unit so but i remember like scrolling through i was like wait no hayek was in the power play unit and he took a really bad one timer and i found it
1: so <laughs> But, and that picture of him winding up for the Yeah, he's, five. like, calling
0: for it. Like, he's going to do something. Like, you're, probably, no, you're not going to fucking... <laughs> that, that one time was going 15 feet wide. You, you know, I know, and Panarin, who knew, who passed it to you. All
1: right, but, man. Uh, I, I know I know this isn't going to happen. Panarin should have just... You know what he should have done? He should have, like, passed it off the other boards and then one time yeah. did himself.
0: Yeah, or he should have just thrown it into the netting. It would have been the same thing as ugh, a Lee or Hayek one-timer. But <laughs> Hayek point predictions... I'm gonna say there's gonna be a couple of injuries and there's gonna be some like healthy scratches and stuff like that. I will say
1: Levar Hayek. This is tough. <laughs> you know, 52 that, games might be too much. I'm th- just thinking about because the Rangers have uh, pretty much all the defensive spots on the back
0: end. end. I
1: think if he does get into the big leagues,
0: I don't know how many games it'll be for, but I think if he plays, if we set the over under at like 15 games. If he somehow plays over 15 games, I think he gets like, like 13, 14 points. Okay. If under that, I'm going to guess single-digit points.
1: Single-digit so, points if it's yeah. under 15 games. Yes, of course. Of yeah. Of course. I yep. think
0: he'll get single because I don't think he plays any more than unless bearing some horrible injuries and we just get destroyed on the back end. Um, I really don't see him being like any part of the D uh, of like this roster at all. Hold there on. Is...
1: You, I say that. <laughs> and theoretically there is one spot that he could fit into. Cause I believe he, he is left-handed. Yes. By that picture that I have ingrained in my head of him loading up <laughs> the one timer um, right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's left-handed. Yeah. He could be Nils Lundqvist's partner at some point. If um, Patrick Namath, gets hurt or if something goes wrong you know what I mean that would be the ideal spot for him to go he's not getting top four lines it's going to be Truba, Miller Lindgren and yep. Fox for the top four yeah Easy.
0: Lindgren and Fox pairing too man that pairing. Lindgren
1: and Fox forever
0: yeah I love it one of those guys yeah. got to be captain man I, I don't yeah. know that. I think I mean if we're being I, 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 oh we should do that do you think who's going to be do you do you think you have? ever got a I gotta
1: name a captain this year, man? It's been too long.
0: You think you have an idea who's going to be, I have my guess.
1: Ah, oh, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know who they're going to do. Like uh, I could see Zivanejad, Kreider, Truba, Fox, Lindgren. I could see any one of those guys, but it's definitely not going to be Panarin because you know what Panarin said? I liked what he said. He was saying yeah. like, I don't need a letter to be a leader. Yeah. But, and he pretty much said like, all right, I don't speak any English. They need a leader. We need a leader like that gathers everyone together. Everyone rallies behind. I don't need to be that. Yeah, I'll just that score the very, goals or whatever. That was a very nice quote by him
0: because he just realized he was like, "Hey, like I can still lead. I don't need a letter. He, right. he, he will, he'll have the A as long as he's a Ranger. Unless they force him to be the captain, he'll have a letter on his sweater as long as he's a Ranger."
1: I love. Well, I love Panarin. What a what a good dude. I like. Yeah. Him. I what a, love I
0: Panarin. mean, he might turn out to be the best UFA signing in Rangers history. I mean, he's just, yeah, kind
1: of, you, you might be, you might be right about that. Yeah, you, he, you he probably could is very is. well be right about that. Honestly. Because, I mean, I mean, at least since I've been a fan, I I, mean, I can't Gavrick name any,
0: maybe, but who? I mean, Marion Gabrick. When we yeah. That
1: was me. the other one I was thinking of, but he didn't even play out the whole contract, but he did score. Like he scored well, 40 30. his first year. He scored, 40. he scored 40 twice for us.
0: Yeah, his first couple of years he was actually really good, and then we traded him. Yeah,
1: we, we traded him, like when we had the Richards Gabrick Nash line, pretty much. Um, yeah, I was upset when they traded him, but you know what, Broussard was great, and he ended up bringing us Zuc- uh, not Zuccarello, uh, Um yeah, yeah. yeah, Gabrick was a good signing. Um, they traded for Yager.
0: Yeah, that was. <laughs> uh, I forget that was um they traded the guy who's on um. Who does the MSG stuff?
1: Anson Carter.
0: Anson Carter. Yeah. Oh my God. I should have known his name. Yeah. Anson Carter. They traded him for Jagger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who who else would be UFA signing in Rangers. Like I can't name anybody else really. No, off the top of my head. No, I can't think of anybody, but like Panarin could very well be the best signing in Rangers history. And that is yeah. definitely worthy of our ice cold take of the week. Good, good job, Andrew. There Very you nice. go.
0: I know. Uh, oh, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Kiriakos. Very good. Oh. You got it. When he hands into this later, he'll be proud of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll
1: be sure to let him know that. You... I stepped right in, man. We got our ice yes. cold
0: take of the week. Ice Dude, cold take you of the week is Howden gets the captaincy, or not Howden. Hayek <laughs> gets the captaincy. And um,
1: what did we just say? How did I already forget what we just said?
0: Panera oh, is the uh... best
1: UFA signing panarin's the best ufa signing in, in rangers yeah. history yeah <laughs> dude if you want it you could start your own podcast like
0: you got <laughs> it, man. listen I, i'm good with the memes i got i work full time now i'm on my work laptop so um nice all right well good for you man for, yeah that's okay. that's
1: good that's good putting putting your life first in, in front of in, instead of doing what i'm doing and well, you
0: still, you're still in college, like you still like, yeah, I do graduated,
1: so. But I do this. I do this for fun, though. This is a hobby, yeah. and this is something that I enjoy. I know people. People love to hear me ramble about pizzeria stories or whatever. Um, you know what? You ready?
0: Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
1: Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah.
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Do you want to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now.
1: What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Should we get into
1: Speaking that? of pizzeria stories, <laughs> I'm not going to been- do a pizzeria story this week. I am going to do a... Um, a Halo story, and a Halo story for me, similar to people that have been in Call of Duty lobbies, right? Have you ever been in one, like where where people are Side yelling? Note,
0: I have to ask:
1: Are you a Halo fan? I am. Yes. Did you
0: get the new Xbox? Yes. Did you get Inf- Infinite? It's not out yet. It's not out yet. I mean, or sorry, are are you getting Infinite?
1: Of That's course, it. I'm getting
0: it. Yes, so, I love it. Yes, to tell you right now. I'm the I'm a I'm a huge Halo like I'm a nerd I'm a Halo nerd.
1: Holy shit, dude! <laughs> oh my god! My most, Yo, we gotta, some,
0: of, we gotta play some. We gotta play. I was gonna say my most played game of all time is Reach. It literally goes Reach Master Chief Collection three.
1: Oh my so, god, dude! I hope
0: you know you're you're talking to a Halo like I'm a nerd,
1: <laughs> dude. All the campaigns I, I,
0: are legendary. Yeah, I'm a Halo nerd.
1: Over last summer, I was, like, kind of grinding out achievements on the Master Chief Collection. I was doing speedrun achievements. So, like, that shit was so, so difficult. Like, yeah, oh, my God. You had to play it on Legendary and beat all the missions in under three hours.
0: Yeah. It was – Halo 1 was by far the hardest campaign to beat on Legendary.
1: That one was difficult as fuck, man. Halo 2 2 Legendary, I thought it was going to give me a harder time. I was able to... That one, like, was frustrating, but it wasn't nearly as bad as what I thought it would be. Like, yeah. there's... Halo 1 was so brutal. So, Halo one, yeah. I started with Halo 3 for those, the speedrun achievements. And, you know, that was difficult for me because I had never done it. But then once I started prioritizing the enemies and stuff, you know, getting good with headshots, I was yeah. like, all right, I got, I got the hang of this. I got the hang of this. Yeah, so yeah. I followed... um there's actually a guy on YouTube that does achievement guides. His name's the Halo Completionist, and he's oh, okay. actually a really big hockey fan, and he loves the Rangers. Oh crap! Yeah, so I've crap, tried really a, a couple yeah. times to get him on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This guy's awesome. He's hilarious. Like, he, he, like he, he like um, he always talks about like like the Rangers on his streams or whatever. He's great. But anyways, to my story, um, a while ago over the summer, sometime in May, right around the time, uh, I got out of my, my junior year, um, I played a game with somebody, um, and we got, we got demolished. Like this was a CTF capture flag. Oh. And I got, I got zero points. I got zero points. Oh, man, you put up the other dude bag. on our team got 35 points and he messaged me. He's like zero points. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like 35 is any better. And he's like, yeah, you got zero. Anyways, I brush off the loss. Next game, I'm with my friends and um, we end up losing, but I went 22 and three, which is pretty good for, I mean, like, I don't usually have those games, right? I was like 22. I took a picture of it and I sent it to him. I was like 22 and three game after what's good. Ever hear of just having one bad game? And he's like, you lost and bragged about 22 kills. Sad. I averaged 22 kills. You're trash. So I was like, nah, man, you're just, just, you know, your, your, your YM percentage that meme you always. Yeah. Yeah. So I basically, I took it, I did it my way. I was just like, nah, man, I average about 22 happy endings with your mother and your trash. (laughs) So you don't know what you're talking about. And then I blocked him and reported him for harassment. (laughs) That's a power move, man. Yeah. I said, I felt offended. (laughs) oh my god
0: i remember (laughs) when i was playing when reach came out um i was playing it so much and it was like one time where like somebody i forget what i was in an infection lobby i played infection a lot oh that's the best and um, i was in a lobby and uh, (laughs) some guy was like pissing me off so bad because he kept infecting me and i was like i was just like all right like now he's getting the message it's 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 going down so I messaged him. I'm like, like, you're targeting me like you're garbage at the game or something. <laughs> he didn't speak English. <laughs> he only spoke Spanish. Oh, my God. So he was going back and forth with me in these Xbox messages, and I was using Google Translate. <laughs> back to him. He was like, tu madre es estupida. Like, so like, I swear to God. So I had to go on Google Translate and say, like, you're garbage at Halo. Please retire. Like, hang up the, hang up the controllers. Hang up the sticks. It was really bad. But yeah, so just uh, yeah. So if you think you have a bad Halo story, I by far. I remember I saw a video saved in my Xbox where we were playing infection. And like if you team kill your people you kill like come back and infected. Or at least I don't know if they've changed that. But I still I have a
1: I think that is yeah and Reach you know
0: that's how it works. Fusion coils. You know the fusion coils? That yes, yeah, up, yeah yeah so yeah lighter lighter and they blow up. So <laughs> I thought I was there. We were in like a little like storage container and we had like both sides covered, but there was fusion coils inside. So we'd like, be careful. And like, I turned around and like tried to kill an infected, but shot the fusion coil. So I killed myself and like <laughs> nine other people. <laughs> and it like, you know, it sounds like betrayal. It's like betrayal, 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 betrayal. And like all the names came up on like the, the kill feed. I got messages out the oh my oh, god docks, they were gonna come to my door they were like I was I- a
1: running riot
0: yeah yeah I, mm-hmm. I have your ip i'm gonna i'm gonna hack you and doxed i mean i know your family lit i was like oh my god <laughs> so yeah That's
1: back in the, I, that I was, I was thinking, like yeah. back in the day when um xbox chat was like was hella toxic i mean yeah. at, at that time i was still i was still just a little kid with his ds still playing pokemon I wasn't into Halo yet. It wasn't until like Halo Four that I started getting into Halo, which was oh, unfortunate because that one wasn't as good. Yeah, Halo- it was Halo. Halo Three is when I got Halo up. Three. It was like yeah. my brothers. They used to play like they used to play all the time, and you know, I always, as a, as like when I was really really young, I always see them and play, and I would always try and like grab a controller and play, and they yeah, they rock my shit. Like they just completely annihilate me. I get so pissed off and mad. Um <laughs> Yeah, but like Halo 2 and Halo 3, those were the games. Like, they they would play ranked and stuff. Uh, did you ever play ranked? So, I,
0: as you probably know, I'm like a big, like, jokester, like, mean guy. I never yes. played ranked because people, like, I would, you would literally get banned from matchmaking if you, like, went in ranked and, like, screwed around. So, at least now you do on Master Chief Collection because I actually tried to play ranked and I wanted to be, like, a serious player, but people are just too dirty at the game for me.
1: So oh, I never, my
0: God. Like, yeah, yeah. I never like really the, played the. Yeah, some guys oh. are just headshots. Insta- so I never played ranked. Um, I would always play like casual and just goof around with my friends. But yeah, yeah. I remember um, Halo. I started out in Halo Three, and then what really hooked me was I beat the ODST campaign on Legendary Halo Three ODST. I don't yes,
1: being- yes. I
0: beat that on Legendary. I was like, crap, like this, this game's is great. Yeah, <laughs> I spent like weeks because I mean I was still younger, so like it was really hard but i finally yep. beat it on legendary and i was like all right like now i'm hooked so i got every halo after that and then i stopped um not halo there wasn't was there a halo between four and five or no besides no. Master Chief collection no so the last halo i bought was master teeth collection yes didn't get five because i heard five was garbage
1: yeah don't get five it sucks i don't remember right. a single thing about the campaign at all what's up i don't remember a single thing about the campaign like I could tell you pretty much everything for one through three. Four is a little iffy. Yeah. ODST and Reach.
0: Reach was rich. by far my favorite. Yeah, I, was, my number Re- one
1: most. Favorite Reach is like pretty, pretty popular among yeah. people. Reach is. Like, I, for added, people like, our age, like our age, yeah. Reach was probably the, the best one. Yeah. Because they, we were just old stuff. enough to play it. Yeah. By far the best Halo. I
0: mean, I, mean I, I know I never, I really wasn't one, two. I was still too young. But by far the best Halo I played was Reach. Um yeah. still my number one most played game of all time. Top tops like NHL, tops everything. I number one most game played, most played game of all time. I when I I used to work at a restaurant and I would come home and play all night and Reach Infection. So yeah. Reach is goaded in my opinion. Absolutely.
1: You put that on the, on a pedestal. Yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah. But you-
0: Sorry, what were you going to
1: say? I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you ever play? You ever tried it on lasso like with legendary all skulls on?
0: Did I ever try it on lasso? I did with um. They had firefight in reach. I did oh, that. Yeah. I never did was- like um skulls. The only skull I always turned on was grunt birthday party. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I turn that one on pretty much all the time too. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, yeah but like, there's a there's a challenge like they call it mythic difficulty it's like one step it's really like 10 steps higher than legendary it's like you do the campaign on legendary and you put all the skulls on like every single one like um mythic it gives the enemies our heart or like stronger or whatever um yeah yeah catch they throw more grenades and stuff like that uh i think in the, the the earlier games like combat of the first one it's like uh Uh, pinata it's like every time you punch someone to death like they drop a plasma grenade or something like that which is pretty cool that's hard i've i've tried it a couple times that's difficult i've beaten like two levels completely like the first (laughs) the first level of halo 3 and the first level of halo 1 i've done with lasso by myself pretty much like that's hard because if you die it resets the entire mission
0: yeah yeah
1: the Iron yeah, Skull,
0: yeah, the Iron Skull. I was gonna say, yeah, it's some Halo stuff is just so hard, but it's just so fun, I and mean, especially when you have friends to play with.
1: Yeah, I know. You we got to get the when the, the new when the new one comes out. I can't wait for that one. I'm I so, like.
0: I have it like. I'm so hyped. I, I, I signed
1: up. They're doing like beta testing for the multiplayer, and it's supposed to come out. I think this weekend, maybe. Oh, nice. I didn't even bring my Xbox, but like, I signed up for like to be like an insider to see if I could get one of those codes to play. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that would be awesome. If I could, I'm, that, I'm, I'm ready to put so much hours. into Halo. Yeah, I know. It's supposed to be like open world. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put weeks on weeks. Like if it comes out, it comes out like December 8th. Right. So I think so that's around the time when my finals are going to be. So yeah. I finish finals, finish the semester. Halo. That's yeah, just Halo, all the break. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to grind it, man. I love I, Halo's by far my favorite. I mean, Slayer, it's um, un, it's unbeatable. That's that's good. I, we learn something new every day. I didn't know that about you. That's great. Yeah, I'm now I'm gonna Halo. make Halo memes, and and uh, you'll probably be the only person on Twitter yeah. that will get it.
0: Yep. But I remember, like, I I I have a private account too. I tweet like my friends and stuff. Where I tweet like about like Halo and stuff, and I remember like a couple times I got so hyped I just couldn't. I would just tweet on my um, base chesty so yeah i'm i'm a massive halo nerd massive
1: it looks like the new one looks really really so good good.
0: it looks so master chief is fine it's not some chasing him and all i can probably play as him like right yeah in halo 5
1: you split between two people or whatever
0: master chief only had like three missions Locke was all of them yeah
1: yeah i don't remember i don't remember much from halo 5 really except some dude they're trying to get him or they're they're trying to hunt him 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 no no he's master chief no i'm not killing him (laughs) you know know what my dream thing if i'll flip i'll flip out if this actually happens but like if like sergeant johnson comes back as like as an as an ai for for chief like that That would be pretty cool that would be dope i would lose my shit because he's like one of my favorite characters yeah him and the arbiter like my favorite character, aside from obviously the Chief, but like I love those those guys. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, he was.
0: Yeah, he was. He, he was just funny as hell. But I loved. Um, I loved like yeah, the Halo Three campaign was awesome. And I mean Cortana, I like too. But like they've kind of dragged it out a little bit with. Yeah, <laughs> they should have yeah. just cut her off at four. That would have been a great ending for her. But, yeah, like, yeah. They kept yeah. her five, and she's going crazy, and Chief's off the rails, and.
1: Ugh. But yeah i think I imagine, think five yeah three four it, three it, industries kind of dropped they definitely did drop the ball on it, but it looks like they're kind of patching things together here, like I used to hate them so much, like oh, mass yeah. Chief collections like launched with like so many issues it it wasn't until like recently a couple of years ago that um they started really paying attention to it, yeah, it
0: wasn't playable when it first came out, it was right. unplayable when it first came out you couldn't you would wait in a lobby for hours to get into, like, a little, like, a Slayer game.
1: Yeah, like, uh, like an eight-player game, a 4v4 game, or whatever, a yeah, 5v5, whatever. Maybe, like,
0: big team battle. Like, it was literally just, like, Slayer. Team Slayer, yeah. you wait an hour and a half to get into a lot. It was unplayable. Yeah. I was all yeah. on the, on, on, all on Microsoft to Guantanamo. But then, <laughs> they themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: making it playable.
1: All right. Well, you never know what's going to happen on this podcast, because, <laughs> like, Dude, last week I went on like a a half hour tangent on why Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame with, with, oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah. With, with my friend. Um, we just kept talking about like, you know, his hitting stats, why steroids didn't really matter. Like they did matter. Yeah. But like, you know, come on. It's Barry Bonds. No one's ever going to play like him again. There's no, there's not going to be, they saved saved baseball
0: that, uh, home run race, which you, oh, yeah. It say baseball. No one was watching it. And then now all of a sudden, everyone, they got like 10 guys hitting 50 home run seasons. Sosa, yeah. Maguire, Bonds, all these
1: guys. If only Bo Jackson had stayed healthy his entire career, they might not have needed to do that because he was like late 80s, maybe early 90s. I, if I'm not mistaken, Bo Jackson, I think, or yeah. I don't even know. But yeah, um, Ice Cold Takes podcast forever, always with the tangents. This week was Halo. Instead of a pizzeria story, we went on Halo. Yeah. Okay. It
0: was like an hour rant. <laughs> <Hour> yeah. <ten. laughs> that was that was great.
1: That was great. So I learned that you like Halo. Yeah. And you're you're part of the Xbox crew, Microsoft, instead of PlayStation. Yep. Awesome. That's great. Big Halo guy, you don't play it on PC though, right? You're not. You're not. Okay, Okay. so you are Xbox. (laughs) I only use my laptop for work. They gave
0: me the second monitor, but um, yeah. Oh, that's nice. All Xbox and Halo. It will be. I love it. So, (laughs) gotcha.
1: All right. Well, Andrew, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me. Sorry. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, is your well, podcast. Now, I'm handing yeah. you the keys right now. Yeah. yeah you yeah, take bye. the podcast to run. Ice Cold Takes Feet, um, starring Andrew Blake. There we go. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next
0: time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.